super fans are to the creator what an early evangelist is to a startup, right? So they are the folks who are not only going to be going where you ask them to go, generally they are going to be purchasing, you know, the stuff that you put out in front of them. But more importantly, they're going to tell you what it is about you that they like and what speaks to them. And even more importantly than that, they will evangelize. They will go out and tell other people. So it becomes sort of this engine of desire of generating more and more super fans. I'm Jesse Clemens, and this is Creator Kit, where each week we shine the spotlight on awesome new tools and services for the creator economy and unpack how they might help you grow your creator business faster. Creator Kit is presented by Highbeam. Highbeam solves message overload for creators by organizing and prioritizing DMs and comments in one unified workspace, so you never miss an important message again. You can find us at highbeamapp.com. On this episode of Creator Kit, we talk to Fernando Parnas, the co-founder and CEO of Super.Fans. On today's show, we talk about creator platforms, the trade-off between custom and prepackaged revenue models for creators, how early Superfans themselves are critically important to creating a growth loop for creators, and much, much more. So let's get to it. Awesome, Fernando. Thanks so much for coming on the show. We appreciate you uh, coming on to Creator Kit. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Jesse. Totally. Really excited to hear a bit more about Super and the roots of the the concept and what you guys are working on. I think it might be easiest to start there. Can you give us a brief description of Super and the product that you guys have created for creators? Absolutely. Yeah. So at Super, our vision and essentially what we've learned from creators is that the businesses creators can build are really unique when they're combined with digital technology and software. Creators have been around for a long time and they used to be your the local village artisans and eventually we started having the, the film industry and actually connecting with, with creators, more of a one-way street. And now with the advent of digital technology, we're beginning to see this two-way connection between the creator and the fan and the lessening of gatekeeping around becoming a creator and building an audience. As we saw that, we realized that what was missing for creators were the tools that allowed them to get as creative with their business and with the ways that they generate revenue as they were with their content. And that was very limiting to a lot of creators, especially early on before you can have a team, before you can have a lot of folks helping you and building custom stuff. And even then, even today, you know, obviously building something extremely custom and from scratch is very difficult. So we are creating the software that allows creators to make all of these experiences, events and products that they can imagine and make them available to their fans, distributed directly to their fans in a very easy and no code, no technical way. Yeah, that's super. Awesome. And before we get deeper into the product and its functionality, what's your story? How did you become passionate about the creator economy space? That's a great question. I've always been sort uh, big into the space because of my, my family background. I had a lot of uh, folks in my family who were in journalism, in the media space. Eventually, my sister went down the path of being a screenwriter, worked in in obviously several of her own productions, Amazon Studios. She's worked all you know all over. So I kind of got to experience firsthand what that world was like from a more industry perspective. And eventually that led me to have an interest. I went to college for film and transitioned to computer science, which sort of led me almost organically to entrepreneurship from the creativity and, 
and technical side of things. And during the pandemic, my team and I had been building a different startup called Best Being. It was in the wellness space, but a big component of Best Being was facilitating new business models and new revenue models, allowing wellness providers to create those new models and engage with their fans at scale, or rather engage with their clients, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm using super fans terminology, so, but, but engaging with their clients at scale. Sure. And then during the pandemic, we, we quickly saw that that wasn't the, the market that we weren't building a solution for the, the correct market. Our solution was appropriate for a different market. And during the pandemic, we all started both creating content in some fashion. We're all small creators in the Super.Fans team mm -hmm. and engaging with new channels very heavily. And what we noticed as a team, almost serendipitously, it was actually a meeting that we had at the end of the December where everyone came together and we were like, what about the creator economy? Because we all started noticing that that positive impact at scale providing value at scale and helping people at scale was something that these creators were doing organically through their content and through focusing on different niches, providing value to their specific fans. And that was like a huge revelation moment for us as a team when we realized that creators have the ability to positively impact at scale. So yeah. at that point, we started looking at the creator economy, started speaking with creators, and that's where we noticed a, a big discrepancy between, and, and as create, small creators ourselves, and I'm sure you'll understand this as well as a creator yourself, that there's a big difference, right, between building a network and an audience, a big gap between building a network and an audience and converting yeah. that into wealth. As a matter of fact, we met in Peter Yang and, and Ryan Gum's Building for Creators course, and Steve Galanis yep. said that very well, right? There's a growing gap between fame and wealth. You can build an audience, and that doesn't necessarily convert to wealth. And Steve, just, just quickly for the audience, Steve Galanis is the co-founder or founder of Cameo. Yes, and founder and current CEO of Cameo, exactly. Big inspiration for us at, at that moment when we we realized that. And that's why we started building the tools that, that we're building. We wanted to be able to use that incredible power, both of, of audience and of creativity, and apply it directly to building new business models, new revenue models. Awesome. You touched on something that I wanted to go a little deeper on. What's the difference in your mind between network versus audience? How do those two dynamics play out? And how should smaller creators, folks that are just getting started, or even bigger creators think about the difference between these two concepts of on one hand, network, and on the other side, audience? Great question. I think that that's a very interesting question, not something that I had thought about in full terms yet, but I think I, I have an answer for you. And I think that's where a lot of the power of creators actually comes from, right? So I think when you're when you're a founder, you know, the power of a network is something that can, in the business world, absolutely cannot be ignored. That's how you open doors. That's how, like, when people talk about pulling themselves up for their bootstraps, Really, what they mean is that they're able to build an incredible network because you always need people supporting you, right? Arnold Schwarzenegger, an incredible creator himself, said that. The one thing that he will never let people describe him as is a self-made man because of such a powerful network that he has. He is not self-made. And I think for most of us, we have, most of us have networks, but we don't have audiences. I think where creators truly have an advantage is where they have this incredible I guess I would describe an ocean of people, usually, even when you think about a, what we consider a small creator who might have like 100,000 subscribers. That's a lot of people who are consider themselves as getting value from that individual or from that group, from that, from that creator. I think that's what an audience is, is the group of people that consider themselves as getting value from the content that you are creating. However, 
where I think that gets interesting is that certainly an audience, I believe, is a type of network, whereas not every network is an audience. And that's where I think creators can have such an incredible, that, that's where I think the, the disruptive power of creator lies is in the fact that they have this scalable network, I guess we would call it. Yeah, that, that's such a good way of describing it. I'm interested to hear now the uh, sort of the transition from the front lines where creators are typically finding their initial audience, the power of scale, the power of distribution, as you were describing it, the platforms that do that really well, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, et cetera, don't, they're, I would say, increasingly focused on helping creators monetize. But for a long time, that wasn't necessarily the case. And there was this big gap between the question of having an audience and the question of monetizing. And that's the quote that you shared earlier from Steve Glennis. Is that where you guys fit in? How do you guys sit? Is it adjacent to existing audiences on larger platforms? Is it something different? How should we think about it? Yeah, so so that's one thing that's very different about Super is that we certainly are not a platform ourselves and we are not aiming to compete with uh, something like YouTube or, or TikTok. It's, we see that very much as part of our ecosystem and as part of our flow. Because as you said, that's where the distribution mechanism comes on. Uh, Super is actually a software layer that allows creators to build and, and utilize those platforms to create new ways to monetize, to create new ways to expand their current revenue offerings. So we see ourselves much more akin to something like Zapier or AWS built specifically for creators rather than something like YouTube or TikTok. One of the things that is important about Tuber is that we are continuously building ourselves to be entirely white label. And, you know, again, on that software layer side. So whereas you might hear someone say, go to my Patreon page, go to my <laughs> recently, we heard a lot about OnlyFans, go to my OnlyFans page, right? All of those, you can hear there that kind of centralization, right? You're going to a platform and that person's profile under that platform. You wouldn't say that with Super. With Super, you're going to say something like, go to my website, com and that the entire back end of that a lot of the delivery of that and a lot of the the automation a lot of the technology of that is powered by super but the fan doesn't even need to know that we're a part of this whole ecosystem <laughs> got it so it's the creator when you say white labeled essentially the creator's brand is front and centered and Always. the experience is uh, feels very intertwined if not synonymous with with the creator's brand themselves Perfect. That's exactly correct. I think that's where where there's a lot of limitation today in the creator economy is where creators are are given revenue models, right? So so one of our newest advisors, Adam Davidson from founder of NPR's Planet Money, he oh, put it perfectly. Love Planet Money. He said, yeah, he's he's incredible and I mean a master storyteller. Super excited to have him join our journey. And he said it in the best way possible that that other platforms they seem to have many meetings about his business model, but he's never invited to those meetings. And that's where we want to change. That, that's what we want to change. So most platforms will give you a prepackaged revenue model and they're here and go and deploy that. But I actually think that's extremely valuable, especially when you're starting out, right? It limits the huge amount of potential things you could do as a creator and allows you to focus on, on one path, which is why I would say if you're just getting out, those platforms are just starting, just starting out rather, those platforms are excellent. And I think you should start monetizing on those platforms for sure. But that's where we want to take it a step further. Instead of giving you a revenue model to deploy, we want to allow you as the creator to build your own revenue models. 
and deploy those directly to the family. That's awesome. And would I be accurate in presuming then that creators who have an established business model that are bringing something unique that don't want this kind of like out of the box type platform, but that want to be in control of their revenue models, are they usually the larger creators? How does the, what is the ideal creator type? If I'm a creator listening to the show and I'm thinking about my own audience size, how do I know if super is right for me? Yeah, that, thank you for asking that. Makes my job super easy. So <laughs> generally, if you're generating at least a couple of thousand dollars a month, so you know between fifteen and, and two thousand dollars a month, that's kind of the ideal time to really start exploring the, the different possibilities. I would argue that that's actually much earlier than most people would think. Why is that the the sort of number that we're looking at? At that point, it's almost guaranteed that you have a small but concrete base of super fans. And it doesn't need to be a lot of people, right? And that's where the name comes from. It doesn't need to be a lot of, of, of super fans. But, but super fans are really, really important to this process. And why? Because super fans are to the creator what an early evangelist is to a startup, right? So they are the folks who are not only going to be going where you ask them to go, Generally, they are going to be purchasing the stuff that you put out in front of them. But more importantly, they're going to tell you what it is that they want to purchase. They're going to tell you what it is about you that they like and what speaks to them. And even more importantly than that, they will evangelize. They will go out and tell other people. I think that's the big kind of key. Pat Flynn made this distinction, and I think he is right on the money, that the super fan is the person who will go and tell other people about your channel and will generate more super fans. So it becomes sort of this engine of desire of generating more and more super fans once you have that initial base. Once you have that, I think that's a great time to, to start building on super. Uh, another thing came to mind, I had Peter Yang on the show recently, and he was describing a few of the frameworks that he's published to help folks think through what it's like to create content and get started as a creator. And one of the things within the hierarchy of needs piece is all about iteration and experimentation as a creator, finding ideally multiple interests that you're really passionate about, picking a few of them, maybe starting with one, maybe starting with two, and getting a tight feedback loop with your audience to understand what content types are really resonating with them. And I would guess that while that's relatively easy to do on a large scale platform, because you get a lot of different feedback types from fans, it might be even better to use a platform like Super to get the most passionate feedback, like to use the startup versus creator analogy. This is the place where you get product feedback. Here it's on content product. And I wonder what kind of interesting dialogue might come out of just having those like most passionate fans critiquing your work or responding to your work or um, you know simply sh you know, voting with their their attention and their eyeballs it's a cool idea that's something that I think is going to be to put my like founder visionary hat on something that I think is going to completely change the game based on the approach that we're taking is the kind of, of data that will be made available to the creator around what works for the biggest drivers of their scaling, which again, are, are the super fans for sure. So I think that's absolutely, I think you're on the money there. I think that's more, that's a big part of our vision and that's gonna absolutely change the game because the quick analogy that I use there is that Amazon built one of the world's most powerful recommendation engines ever that really created a, a commerce 
right monolith commerce giant and i was in a conference uh with their lead ml engineer and one thing that was revealed uh during that conference that i thought was fascinating was that their recommendation algorithm that still is largely employed in the website today is is rather rudimentary when you look at it from an algorithmic perspective but the data that they have of what people buy how people vote with their money and their attention is the best data in the entire world to generate recommendations, to generate data and knowledge and information about what works in terms of revenue. And that's something that we're going to be able to provide creators. I think that's extremely exciting for sure. Really awesome. Really awesome. I wanted to get a little more specific. So I know you have a couple awesome creators that are, or at least a couple that are on the early, you know, V1 of, of super. I've seen you give some shout outs to a few of them on, on Twitter. Can we pick one and go really quickly through the use case of how a creator uses the platform today and, and what success looks like for them and why they chose to work with super? Absolutely. Yeah. So I'll give you actually two very different examples, but that I think are very interesting. So one of the creators that we're working with, or rather two creators that we're working with today, uh, April and Alter and Leo Guinan, both of them are actually creating cohort-based courses, at least a, a type of cohort-based course using the, the super platform. So we allow for the, the distribution of both content and interactivity in terms of live streams, group meetings, all of that stuff through our software. And you can automate how that's delivered to the fan, deliver it directly to them. So they're using that to sort of build out this first version of their course and understand where the content fits in, how many different meetings you're supposed to have, all of that, that kind of. So this is their first attempt at a cohort-based course and they're using our platform to both plan that out run the first cohort and actually deliver it right to the initial fans make those sales and all of that so we, we've built together with the creator they built a, a landing page we integrated all of the sign up all of the back end for the fans so you can log in straight with that creator and log in straight to the course access the course as it goes so that's one use case Another completely separate use case is one of the, the other creators that we're working with, uh, Chef PK. We're working with him on a revamp of sort of how he engages with his community through his brand. So we're building a, or rather he's building a customized community that's straight for his fans, for his super fans that will live on his own, on his own URL, on his own website. And through that community, he plans on doing several things. I can't reveal too much about that quite yet, but a lot of it involves, you know, customized merch drops that lead to exclusive events. Once, if you participate in that merch drop, all of these things are, are things that are possible to build through the, the super ecosystem. Awesome. And are you guys in sort of waitlist mode now? Are you open to anyone that wants to sign up? How does it look for a creator that would love to check you guys out? So please do check us out. You can head to super.fans. We are in waitlist mode, but not at, at all for anyone listening to this. Once you sign up, you'll, you get an email with a link to my calendar. I highly encourage to book that call. I'll get you into the platform. For anyone listening now, after this, I'll go ahead and I'll make 10 invite codes. It'll just be creator kit one through 10. Please go ahead and, and sign up. And if the codes are expired, if they're already used, just DM me on Twitter. I'm the only Fernando Parnas on Twitter. Should be pretty easy to find. Fernando Parnas is my handle. DM me on Twitter. I'll get you in the platform for sure. The reason why we're on wait lists for any creators that are that are listening is that we like to work very hands-on with the initial creators that we're working with. So not only are we offering the software platform, we'd like for the creator to think of us as their tech team. 
all the creators have my number, other teammates' numbers. We're there, we're, they're all in our Slack. They can reach us anytime. And we're really, a, we do act as a, a tech team, especially for our early creators. So that's the reason why we have a wait list. But please reach out to me and we would love to work with you for sure. Awesome. We'll definitely put that in the show notes as well. And we'll be sure to link out to your uh, your various handles and your website as well. I think we can go on record and say this is the first officially the first giveaway that we've had on the show of exclusive super uh, skip the waitlist code. So we really appreciate Absolutely. you sharing that with the creator of course, kit of community. <laughs> of Amazing. Course. I want to ask you one quick pop question and you can choose which of these two you want to answer. We ask most uh, guests them. Number one is who's your absolute favorite creator of the day or of the year or however you want to think of it? Who's, uh, who's intriguing you and interesting you in the creator space recently? And the second question would be any crazy predictions for the creator economy space or for creators in general? I, I love both those questions. Favorite creator right now, my favorite creator group would be Colin and Samir, like creator-focused creators. Colin and Samir are absolutely killing it. They're building, I think, like a, a creator uh, empire. And really, really love what Chef PK and Max Miller from Tasting History are doing in the food space. So just a couple of creators that I really, really enjoy and love. Crazy prediction for the creator economy. I think we're going to start to see a huge acceleration of unicorn creator-led businesses that are powered by both creator creator economy platforms who themselves are going to become both unicorns and NECA unicorns. And I think by creators doing their own their own thing individually. But I think we're going to see a significant acceleration of that in the next couple of years, especially with the advent of Web 3.0 and the inclusion of that in a lot of creators' pipelines, the increase of accessibility that that gives cross-border and things like that. Today, we're at 50 million creators, my roughly according to SignalFire. My crazy prediction is that in the next five years, that 50 million is going to be at least 10x to 50, 500 million creators worldwide. So that's my crazy prediction. Would love to see it. And I officially joined the ranks of the the creator class uh, with, the, with the creation of this podcast. So I'm excited to exactly. add at least one person to get closer to hitting your prediction. And would love to see that. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. It's been just an absolute pleasure talking to you about Super and hearing what you guys are working on. It sounds, sounds amazing. Thank you so much, Jesse. This has been really like one of the best interview podcast experiences I've ever had. So if anyone's listening, do participate. This is awesome. This was a true pleasure. That wraps this excellent episode of Creator Kit. If you like this episode, please don't forget to leave us a rating on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. It really does make a huge difference to us and it just takes a click. Creator Kit is brought to you by Hybeam, the message management solution for creators. For more creator resources, visit us at highbeamapp.com or follow us on Twitter. See you next week.